This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, December 31st, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. The U.S. Senate has punted on reforming the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. The Senate will also wait until 2008 to decide if telecoms should get legal protections after they gave the government private data about their customers. Cato Institute adjunct scholar Tim Lee says giving immunity to telecoms is another step on a slippery slope. The, the real debate is about, um, the question is, is to what extent there needs to be um, judicial oversight over, um, serve, over government surveillance of domestic communications um, infrastructure. And um, last August, Congress passed some legislation um, just before they went for, for their August uh, recess that gave um, the administration, the uh, Bush administration, broad latitude to um, to require telephone companies to and other telecommunications companies to um, eavesdrop on uh, on calls between domestic um, individuals and people overseas. Um, and that legislation, um, I think, was was very troubling from a civil liberties perspective. But there were two very important. Um, positive things to it. First, it sunsetted after six months, and second, it did not include um, one of the provisions that the Bush administration has been pushing very hard for, which is retroactive legal immunity for past law-breaking by um, telephone companies and, and other telecom companies um, like AT&T and Verizon. They, essentially, these telecoms are accused of cooperating with government requests for data about those telecoms' customers, right? That's right. There are several um, lawsuits across the country that have been filed against um, AT&T and Verizon, alleging that they have um, provided uh, access to government officials to um, the private um, communications of their customers. Probably the most prominent is a class action lawsuit being led by the Electronic Frontier Foundation in California um, that alleges that AT&T has um, allowed the NSA to build um, secret rooms within its facilities uh, that basically just pipe all of the, um, the data that flows through these, these switching hubs um, into the secret NSA room. And we don't know what goes on in those rooms, but um, the, the allegation of the, law, of the lawsuit is that um, just sharing that information with the government is against the law. Why is there debate among Democrats on this issue? Well, I, I think that the, the Democrats are very afraid of the... Um, the, the possible perception that they are soft on terrorism. Um, and um, the, the Bush administration's position has basically been, um, if you don't give us every, everything you want, we want, um, you know, you're, you're coddling the terrorists and you're um, not protecting us properly from terrorism. And so I think there are some Democrats who just don't believe that this is, this is an issue worth taking a stand on and they would rather um, basically give the administration what they want and, and what it wants and, and not have to take that political risk. I, I think that the um, well, one of the things that, it's, that is important to understand is that this is not um, an, a, an ambiguous, uh, from a legal perspective as I understand it, it's, it's not ambiguous about whether uh, sharing information with the government is against the law. One of the things that the, um, that the administration has said several times is, well, um, we shouldn't uh, hold the, the companies responsible because they received assurances from you know, the highest levels of the Bush administration that this was legal. Um, but in our system of government, it's not the executive branch that 
is allowed to authorize um, companies to share their private information. Um, the, the whole reason we have a warrant process in a judicial branch is so that there's an independent check on the executive branch's surveillance activities, and um, that, that has really broken down in this case, and I, I think that's that's a serious problem, and I think this is why we need to ensure that the telecom companies are resp- held responsible for um, following the law, because if if they're given retroactive immunity in this case, the next time the executive branch comes, maybe you know when Hillary Clinton is in office, um, that they will have absolutely no incentive to say, well, you know, come back when you have a warrant. They'll say, well, we we managed to get immunity when we broke the law the last time, so you know what the heck, we might as well do it again. Um, one of the reasons that these companies are are very prone to cooperate is that um, the NSA and other government uh, agencies provide very lucrative government contracts to these companies, and um, they often, or at least there's been allegations that they use these contracts as an inducement to say, if you don't cooperate, if you don't give us this information without a warrant, we'll take our, our business, our, our government contracts um, elsewhere to another company. And so that gives them quite a bit of leverage. The current law expires on February 1st. The Senate should vote on this in January. Do you have any idea of what they might do? It's very difficult to tell. Um, the House of Representatives passed uh, legislation that did not include um, telecom immunity, although there were there were a few other problems with it. I mean, I think the, the House bill wasn't perfect either, but it certainly um, was much better legislation in the sense that um, it, it didn't give the the telecom industry, the, the immunity it was seeking. Um, the Senate will probably bring the same legislation up, and I think it will be it'll be a tough fight. Um, and the, the White House has promised to veto anything that doesn't include immunity. And so I, I think it's hard to predict for sure. I hope that the, the Democrats will um, show more backbone this time around than they did in August when they basically capitulated at the last minute. And I think the White House will have a bit of a tactical advantage because um, they'll be able to say, well, if, if we don't have something by February 1st, then you know the, the terrorists will we won't be able to surveil the terrorists, and so the Democrats will feel some pressure. Um, but I think what they ought to do is they ought to give the administration a clean bill that just fixes the problem with Pfizer without giving the immunity. And then if the White House chooses to to veto it, that's really the White House that's uh, got the problem rather than Congress. Tim Lee is an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Talk to you again in the new year.